Hey everyone, welcome back to the Broken Record Podcast with Layla. Actually, I've interviewed him a couple times, but I've never actually interviewed him as anything other than an entertainer. Actor, etc, etc. Mm-hmm. Industry guard. Sorry guys, I was actually choking. <laughs> we hadn't heard from you in years. Mm-hmm. She calls herself a professional Vanessa. We'll find out what that means. <laughs> Welcome to the Broken Record Podcast. My name is Layla Johnson Salami. You're going to enjoy this. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Broken Record Podcast. I have another very exciting guest here today, Laddie Poe. Poe, Poe, Poe is here with us in the studio and we're going to be talking about a lot, but in particular about the statement, rappers should fix up their lives. But before we get into that, hey Poe, thank you so much for being here. It's good to finally be here. Finally. Exactly. (laughs) I think this journey has come through several different (laughs) media outlets. Hey Poe, can you come on a TV interview? Hey Poe, I need you for radio. Poe, can you come on my podcast? And finally, it's happening. Yeah. So thank you. No, it's something I've been looking forward to for a while. So great, yeah, definitely. great. That's good. That's good. good. How's your day been? It's been a decent day. Uh, it's been good. The usual hectic nature, you know, artist life. I had to submit a song because mm. so I'm dropping a song this month, Brilliant. and um, so I had to get that done. I had, I was up till like three, four working with the graphic designer to decide what the cover art is going to look like. Mm. And then I tried to get my PVC later on today. That didn't work. It Wait, was crazy. it didn't work how? Uh, just the disorganization that I was met with mm. let me know that it was going to be a failed mission. Also, Sorry. where I collected my temporary one mm. is not where I meant to pick up my final one. Yeah. Oh, you changed registration centers? I didn't change registration centers. But they told you that where you collected the temporary is not where you pick up the final. Yes, when I got there, it was like, oh, uh, is this your number? Uh, No, you have to go. so much You know, so I had to go all the way. Well, and there it was a war zone. A boyfriend oh close to in the direction of Aja. Oh, my God. Yeah, boyfriend is a war zone. Yeah, so (laughs) no PVC for me today. I would like to have my PVC so I can vote. You know, that that really makes me so sad yeah. because today was the last day for anyone to get their PVCs. And mm. I've been seeing some reports today and um, in the past few days as well, actually, of how there are several different centers that are starting to even just burn PVCs. And I'm like, you guys, I'm not joking. This this is the main issue. I spoke about this the other day when I was um, on a panel for the BBC and I said, we don't realize that. Even just the top 10 states with the highest number of abandoned PVCs are Mm -hmm. all in southern Nigeria, where all of our formal and informal workers are, or the majority, right? Mm -hmm. Top 10 states with the highest illiteracy rates are all in the north. Mm -hmm. So if in 2015 we had about 27 million people voting, the majority of those people are not voting from an informed point of view. The majority of those people don't have any voters' education because what's happening, it's not the people that don't have a voters' education, that do have a voters' education, don't want to vote but they're hindered by things like what you had to go through today. It took me two weeks to get my PVC as well, so I completely understand what you're saying. It's very frustrating. At a time when everybody is feeling the need to make their their opinion heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, it it makes me so mad as well at the system. But then again, this is the same system that we're trying to change. And I think so many industries are doing their own bit in their own ways to try and give back to that. Even just in the creative industry alone, we have so many artists who Mm. use their platform to speak up on these issues. You know, like right now we're we're going through a period where two guys just got... um, 
just, I'm um, sorry, two guys had their pictures put online by Linda and KG on Instablog, and a post was published about how they had raped this girl, right, here in Lekki, taken her back to the hotel of one of their fathers. The worst part is, I actually know one of these guys, not personally, but mm-hmm. I know of him and who he is, take them back to the hotel, raped, okay, we know they drugged her at the club, took her back to the hotel, raped her, she woke up the next morning and said, yo, I've been raped, and they were trying to deny it. She called her brother, apparently, came over, got police, and they've been in custody since then. So I've seen a lot of celebrities using their platform for the justice to end rape in Nigeria hashtag that's um, trending at the moment. And I think the creative industry is trying so hard to just give back to Nigeria, yet it's still an industry that Nigeria does not fund. Exactly. Uh, You know, it's funny because the other day I tweeted that, um, that, I feel like the industry that I find myself in, the creative industry, the entertainment industry, is one that is a significant player mm. in adding GDP, in adding to the GDP of my country. So whenever I put the, the musician or artist on any form, you need to treat it with respect because I feel like it's an industry that is growing. It's an industry that has been adding and it will add even greater to this country going forward so I mean absolutely yeah. even look at what Nollywood does in terms of employment in Nigeria mm-hmm. it said that Nollywood is either the second or the I don't think it was the first it was either second or first it what, was like not, definitely top five yeah definitely Employer. top five employers in wow, Nigeria heavy. that's Nollywood alone right that's so heavy. we're looking at a situation where your creatives are basically creating the jobs and all you want to do is take that money and go away on holiday with your family and get your medicals abroad send your children abroad Broad. Yes. This is a system that we're a part of. I mean, my daddy's not a politician, but it's so disgusting to me to see that going on when here we are coming back to Nigeria and trying to give so much to the environment that we're in, but we're still being slapped in the face. But I think it's, it's, it's the determination that we have. And, and that, that frustration is what is going to at least allow us to keep at it. Yeah. I think that's the most important part of it. Absolutely. Well, we'd hope so anyway. Yeah, true, <laughs> you have certainly kept at it, though. I mean, that is why Talk About Poe is not just an EP, but mm. also a statement. Everyone mm. is talking about Poe, like who that. you are, <laughs> what you do. And um, it's great to see your growth. And I think I think you have a story that maybe not enough people know about um, in terms of how you got into the industry oh, yeah. and how you got started. So let's start off there. Um well, with me, music was not the, the, the thing I saw myself doing. I mean, it just never was. Also, not just because, well, what I went to school for, you know, I went to school, mm. thought I was going to be a doctor, studied biology, double major in biology and chemistry. Wow. Yeah, you know. Ew, that, that <laughs> gives me a headache. <laughs> it's a different kind of torture. I mean, obviously, I love that kind of stuff. I, I, I really saw myself in that space until I worked in a hospital for a bit. And I realized I didn't want to commit my life to this. Like, it was exciting to me, but it wasn't, it just didn't feel like a lifelong commitment. But in school, I dabbled in music a bit, and that's where the love kind of came. The reason why I never saw myself in this, because I never thought I was good. You know, I mean, released a couple of projects, a couple of guys in school, but it was until I came home that I realized that when I played it for some people, they were like, yo, this is, this is heavy. And these are strangers, people I didn't know, you know. And um, so I got into music through the person who doesn't, who's not so pleased that I'm in music. That's my mom. Because <laughs> she introduced me to some guys who make music out here. You know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. and um, I mean, every, a bunch of people know them. You know, if I say, um, mm. you know, I rock with the SDC. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so they really gave me a leg in, a leg up in the industry. Mm. And then from there, I've been, you know, doing my own thing. Amazing. And doing your own thing is almost, is like the one thing that people you adv- advise you against doing. They say mm-hmm. it, 
ah, make sure you do you. But the advice they're giving you is, but let exactly. everybody like what you you know say this and do it like this and ah no you sound too foreign or you sound this and mm. getting to the point where you are comfortable mm. making music and being Nigerian like mm-hmm. there's no way to make it yeah there's no way to make Nigerian yeah. music or African music just make yeah. music I am Nigerian and I'm African that will never change yeah you know I think that's the one thing that I would love people who listen to my music to understand and mm. future people coming up that there's no there's there shouldn't be rules Absolutely. You know, that's how I feel, but more in more in the sense of being a vocal woman in Nigeria today. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like everyone out there will tell you, like, yeah, say what's on your mind. <laughs> speak about what you want to speak about. The second you do <laughs> it, they're, like, ah. they're the same people that are like, ah, but yeah. this one that you said mm, <laughs> too much, is too much, you know. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you just have to continue and continue and continue to push yourself because if you don't believe in yourself and if you don't drive yourself, no one else is going to do it. And people are always going to say things that they don't mean, you know, true. and it comes right Very back true. even to just even family Very who can true. tell you that, you know, we're right behind you, yeah. we support you. But in the reality of things, how many people are right behind you? How many people do support you at both your best and your worst moments, you know? But good support that you have, of course, is also Maven Records. Yes, 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 <laughs> so yes. how did you and when did you get signed? Maven. Um, it came as whispers, you know, you know, Don Jazzy is kind of interested. I'm like, sorry, what? No, nothing, nothing. You know? <laughs> so it's like rumors. So, yeah. you know, I, I, um, I have a friend that is signed to Maven, um, Deja. Mm. And, you know, I think he had heard me on a radio show or something. And I was plugging one song. I just put out a song called Koyewon. Mm. Um, and it was just a heavy, mm. hard hitting hip hop rap track. Yeah. And for some reason he liked Jazzy liked that and you know through that through that the, he started sending putting feelers out to see you know what's this guy about because he sounds like he's stubborn That's, I think I remember him saying that and uh, yeah I am a little bit, I mean a little bit <laughs> I mean any, I feel like anybody who has yeah. a creative vision and creative direction mm-hmm. is can be considered stubborn in certain instances absolutely because you want things to be done how yeah. you you envision them how you see them I'm telling you, you like them. somebody might yeah. want Yoshi facing in this direction is like I if swear. you change you know then if you move it that way yes. the entire video shot <laughs> is ruined. ruined Yoshi has <laughs> to be like facing <laughs> you know east or west or whatever for so those I think, of you that can't see we have Yoshi on the table basically yeah, shout <laughs> out to Yoshi um, the, so with Maven I think at that time they were looking out for they were looking out for <laughs> We're turning Yoshi back. <laughs> we're turning Yoshi back, exactly. Uh, we're looking, they're looking out for a rapper. They just wanted a rapper, you know. But I think, how do I say this? I feel like they now found the rapper and they may have bitten off more than they could chew. Mm. But what I respect them for ultimately is they took the time mm. to say, Okay, who is this guy? How can we make this something really, really, really special? Mm. You know, so I mean, the support, it, it, it was a learning curve for both of us. For me, being on a, on a label was not something that I envisioned myself doing. I was proud of being an independent artist. Mm. I, I still carry a lot of those traits. Yeah. Um, but I realized I wanted more eyes and ears. Mm. And this was just at the, SoundCloud was, I was on SoundCloud, I was doing my thing on SoundCloud. Mm. But I'd not, really galvanized a huge amount of following from, from, from yeah. SoundCloud. A lot of what I was doing was an indie push, songs like Adore Her, Koye One, they were yeah. getting this like buzz, but I really wanted more eyes and more ears and I was starting mm-hmm. to get beat down by the whole process, yeah. you know? So um, 
And so that's, they came at the right time. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a work in progress. Absolutely. It really and has. What I like as well is that you're, you're an alternative artist. I mean, in this industry, I'm, you're not just a rapper. Mm. You know, there's a particular sound to your rap. Yeah. And I feel like Maven picking up on that is such a good hit for yeah. them because, yeah. damn, they're going to yeah. cash in. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen to> that. <laughs> Which they are as well. Yeah. I saw an yeah. article the other day about some huge contracts oh, yeah, yeah. as well. We'll yeah. get into that in a bit because <laughs> I cannot even remember exactly what the article said, but hopefully I do do in a sec or you okay. won't mind me but um i think i think they've definitely won with you but what worries me is that so many artists that start off independent that go under a label often end up losing out rather than gaining from that label mm -hmm. right so i also want us to speak about the entire notion about being signed to a label there are pros and cons Absolutely. to it but are there more cons than pros because i'm inclined to think there might be in this generation you know, that's it's a really interesting topic. And I think it's so necessary, especially for now. A lot of young artists are not sure which direction to go. Um, and there are indeed pros and there are definitely cons. Mm. One of the most important things for me was first deciding to myself, what does it take for me to be an artist? What is my, what is my artistry? Mm. I needed to know what that meant to me. And I feel like without that knowledge, I would drown right now. Um, it took me some time to figure that out. It took me some time to... Mm. It, that's why it was used to take me so long to release songs. I needed to know what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. Mm. Um, but once you know that and you say, this is my goal, you now need to decide the route you need to take to get to that goal and what you need because you're not going to be able to do it alone. Absolutely mm. not. You will need a certain kind of team mm. that you would have to lead with your own vision. You have to galvanize that team, mm -hmm. you know, and then... Is a label involved? Do you need a label? If so, what aspect of the label? Yeah. Do you want just a situation where they, ha they help you mm. with distribution? Do you want a situation where they help you with just the marketing? Decide what it is that mm. you need first and then try to shape a deal around that. I think artists now should realize that you have a lot more working for you, especially if you, know, you have a, a strong fan base early. You have a lot of leverage and you utilize your leverage because once you put your name on the dotted line, that's it. Yeah. I knew I wanted more visibility mm -hmm. and I knew one of the major things I lacked was resources, funding, specifically yeah. funding. I found that very, very hard to secure. Mm -hmm. Others have done it through family, you know, or somebody who wants to mm -hmm. put money into them. For me, it was just difficult. Mm. But I knew what pieces I needed, what kind of support I needed from the label, and I knew most importantly where I want to go. I want to be one of the most amazing and, and electrifying performing artists in my continent. It's not yeah. just about the music, on stage. Mm -hmm. Like I see what Kendrick does and I'm like, that's me. Yeah, like, that's you know, who that, I want, that's who that's, I want yeah. to be. That's who yeah. I want to be. I want to be that, plus I want to be an ambassador for artistry. Yeah. Rap, rap is one thing, it's a form of expression. Mm. In fact, I have this whole concept about rap and hip hop that, you know, that's different. I want to hear about that. <laughs> you know, but I think with the label thing, like mm. pros and cons, and you, you need the people you trust because, mm. I mean, you can't make that decision. I mean, you can. I mean, it takes a very strong, mm. I know what I'm doing person to do so, but a label will prop you up, but they will demand certain things from you. And are you willing to give those things? And mm. how much are you willing to give? You, you do need to decide that. I mm. feel like, I negotiated a deal that works for me and mm. I knew the areas that were extremely important to me and I protected those things, mm. you know. Um, and I also 
fortunately for me, to be honest, was working with a team, at least even on the label end, that they weren't trying to cage anybody. And it's interesting, you know, because Maven has a perception. People perceive Maven in a certain light. They feel as though, I think their philosophy is more like, whatever it is that's unique about you, bring it. We just want to see how we can make it appeal to more people. That's their MO. But for that to work, you need to know you. Yeah, I get yeah. you. I get you. And you definitely know you because you put out your own creative side. You put out yeah. your own arts. And that was Talk About Poe. Yes. And I think that, that was one of the best, if not the best EP Ooh. to come out in 2018. Wow. Every single track on that song wow. resonated. And I'm not even here hyping you. <laughs> <laughs> you, no. you don't even need to be hyped because no. it was a fucking good album. <laughs> anybody that says, you rather, but anybody that says otherwise is talking trash. Mm. So my my favorite song Major. personally was Falling with my girl Thames. I love, hey, you Thames. know what, Thames's music. Yeah, God, I just talk, mentioned we, we, her name and I start thinking. We can about talk about music. Thames, but Thames is. Dope. I told her to actually join us on this episode, but she was busy today. I was going to surprise her. No, that would be mad. No, that would be gas. That would be gas. How it's funny how I linked up with mm. Thames on the project because it was not meant to be. I wrote the hook from for Falling. Mm. I wrote it um, with some help from Fumbi, and um, originally because I heard the beat and I loved it. And I mm. wanted a guy called Doogie produced it. And I'd written some of the words already, wrote the hook. I'm like, and Fumbi recorded it initially. And I was like, you know, it sounds, I needed something that sounded like, save me when I'm falling means, mm. guys, save me. Mm-hmm. Don't let me fall. Or girls, save me. Like, don't mm. let this happen to me. And the voice needed to be, sound raw and mm. real and honest and mm-hmm. not, it's not a sweet thing. It's not, you're, yeah. Not, yeah, you're not trying to compliment somebody. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like a command or demand, you know? And her voice, I was in the studio recording a song called One Step Closer, which mm-hmm. is on the project. And Thames was in the studio. Uh, Tech from SCC was in the studio. I was recording with Sparks because he produced One Step Closer. Yeah. And um, so Thames is there the whole time. She's just vibing, having mm-hmm. a good time. And so through, during the session, Tech is like, yo, you know she has a song out. You should listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I go right then and there. They're outside. It's called Mr. Rebel. Mr. Rebel, shout out Mr. Rebel. Mr. Rebel, are you there? I'm telling you. I, I listen to it. As soon as I hear it, I get it. I love it. Yeah. I love the sound. I love the realness. I'm like, yo, James, can I talk to you for a second? We go into my car. I play her falling. I'm like, do you like this vibe? She's like, yes. I'm like, would you like to jump on this hook? Wow. You know, I've already, it's all written, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, she was super down and Sparks didn't have our time so I recorded her myself wow like I need wow. this and it, to me it's like with musical is a no brainer I feel it it feels good doing it before I think hmm who will like it mm. how many people do what, what streaming numbers no man yeah. We just felt it. It was good. And um, I'm looking forward to working with her again, especially something where we can collaborate because that was different. The song was already ready. Yeah. But, you know, Tim's is a breath of fresh air. That's why I was she called She honestly that. is because um, even when we have conversations about her growth and stuff, because I know that before she even moved back to Nigeria, mm-hmm. people were still trying to sign her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah, going yeah. to mention any labels. Yeah, I know some people that were trying, were trying to sign her. <laughs> and um, what interests me is that even coming back into the industry, basically blowing and mm-hmm. everyone being on her case, like, who yeah. is Thames? She yeah. still said no. Like, yes. I don't want to sign. Now, signing is a personal decision. Yes. I respect people who do and yeah. I respect people who don't because everyone has their individual and valid reasons for doing so. Yeah. And when I asked her and I said, okay, why didn't you want to sign to X label? Yeah. She, <laughs> she was like, um, to be very honest with you, I want to be able to produce my own music. I want to be able to write my own music and I want to be able to record my own music. And if I put myself under a record label, I am going to be so shackled that I will not have the freedom to do that. 
And what interests me about her, given that statement, is the fact that I think that is what is even going to lead to her international blowing. Because I see Thames being that independent artist Mm -hmm. that takes a different form of music out of Africa Mm -hmm. to the global stage. Yes. And I honestly, I personally hope that she stays with that, you know? She has the voice in the person. This this ties back into what we're talking about. So Thames has an idea of who she Mm. is strong idea of who she is and what she wants to create yeah so i feel as though unless you find that group of people label whatever entity that really you just feel Mm. like these guys understand Mm. it doesn't make any sense for you to do that in my situation i happen to have a a good amount of creative freedom and creative control hence talk about poe and the way it sounds it sounds like me i think when i first signed people were like ah it's over (laughs) <laughs> the guy that we like is gone, is finished. You know? <laughs> and, you know, it took yeah. a while to release Talk About Poe, but mm. even the label, when they, when they saw it, they're like, okay, we get it. I, I had, like I said, I've got my philosophies about this whole thing. Like, it's deep. I get you. Uh, I want to hear your philosophies. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though the whole idea of the mainstream is, is mm. there, needed. It is key, especially mm. for, I feel as though popularity is a side effect of, doing something good and having a movement it's not something that is a goal or should be a goal it can make you money it can make you resources but you need to not use it any artist like myself who believes that your audience is key your audience is your lifeline Mm. you need to grow them so they can become your mainstream they become Mm. your pr agents they become they go they go spread the word about you Mm. with each song you're trying to retain these listeners you're also trying to add more now that's the balance because you never know what kind of song does it and what song also fits with you. So it's, it's a, th- there's a balance there, but it's your artistry that brought them there. So have faith in that. Believe in that, grow that and work that because yeah. these guys, once they love you enough, they'll take your music far and wide. You know? And I don't believe I need to convince people in that area that don't know me, never heard me before. Now I can talk to my guys. My guys will talk to them. Because mm. there's somebody in my crew of listeners that knows the person yeah. out there. So the mainstream, you can create your own mainstream. That's I like I that. You can create your own mainstream. And that I is that. that is such a, that's a freaking true straight, um, statement. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's real. I don't think I've ever deeped it like that, but you can. Yeah. You can yeah. actually it's, create you your own mainstream. Yes. Jeez. And sometimes you have a song that maybe like sparks yeah. and goes far. That's cool. I mean, you, you, you don't, I don't plan those. Nobody can plan those. But if it happens, ride with it. Mm. But, you know, because the song is you, mm. you won't get lost in it. But if you're creating music that you can't really sustain, it is not really your sound, though, but you need to blow that blow. You need yeah. to. It, it can only go on but for so long before Absolutely. it kind of disintegrates. You know? You're even featured on one of my favorite songs, to be what very song honest is that? with you. Guess. Uh, okay, I know. I know. I know what this is. I know what this is. This is, oh, you said favorite, though. Um, one of my favorite songs. Okay, well, okay, that okay one me... of my favorite songs to have come out in Nigeria last year. Oh, I know it. You're featured on one of those songs. I know it. Um, Which one? Is it? Um, if you get it right, I swear I'm not going to be happy. Cause if I you get like... it right, can, 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 can you <laughs> zoom me? Make if I get it right, I'll take, take a shot. Yeah, you take a shot. Oh, God. It's Friday. I guess I can. Um, smooth operator. You know, you're talking about that. You knew, you, knew yeah. you were going to get it right. Yeah, you yeah, knew, yeah. You smooth knew you were going to get it right. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, one yeah. shot for Layla. Should yes. I do that shot now? No, no, we can, we can yeah, you start cool. the game off like that. Should you I? know, I love that song. And I saw you and Seth also performing oh, it yeah, at, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lagos Block, I mean, Mainland, mainland Block Party. Line. Yeah, and no, that was the first time I said, wait, no, 
this guy is good. <laughs> wait, That's let me cool. find out more about this guy. And I was That's like, cool. oh shit, he's putting out an EP. And I was yeah. like, oh wait, this EP mad. is fucking dope. Yeah. And mad, mad, it mad. all went from there. But yeah, no, honestly, I'm your craft is that. something else. Okay. So I have a question for you that um, is quite interesting. It's an old topic because it was said quite a while ago, but it's still something that's very relevant today because not much seems to have changed. So MI came out and said rappers should fix up their lives. Uh, and yes. we have rappers in Nigeria that responded to that in different ways. And I want to know what side of the divide you're on. So while Vector <laughs> okay, see that. completely okay. didn't agree with that statement, and um, he had an interview with Dio to the TUN on Cool FM once where he basically said that no, and he finds it a bit insulting, because even if he goes to SA, he can sell out a show or ha- be on stage at a show and people still vibe with his music, not even knowing who he is or where it's from. Dremo, on the other hand, of DMW, um, I interviewed him on this too once and he basically said that, no, he does agree with MIA because the rappers need to be able... Um, to boost themselves and give themselves their own platform that no one else is going to do it for them. So I've heard both sides of the argument and I want to know which side Post stands on. So MI says rappers should fix up their lives. Should you fix up your life? You know, the honest truth, when the song came out, I think I was 2017, mm-hmm. I think. Um, the truth, I just... When I say it didn't resonate with me, it's not mm-hmm. that it it wasn't a good song or a necessary mm-hmm. song. With me personally, it just it you know, I don't know how to explain it. When let's say when you're you're at home, mm. you know, and somebody a family member is calling you, mm. they're calling you and they say, shout George, George. I mean like, my name is Ladibo. Yeah. So it didn't. It just missed me because I didn't feel like it applied to me. However. I think it was good that he said that mm. because he felt we want we need to make the scene more vibrant. Yeah. I don't even see it as something that is even like rappers respond to this. It's more like let's talk about rap again. Yeah. Let's do something to talk about rap. Let's evoke some kind of reaction mm. to talk about rap. Now that was MI's way of doing it. Yeah. So because I've not just been out there trying to, you know, sell the fact that I'm a rapper, I didn't maybe didn't that's maybe why VEC took offense, mm-hmm. you know, because he is sees himself as uh, MI must be referring to people like me. But I just think more than anything, it's about just rejuvenating the industry. Um, for me personally, when I dropped Talk About Poe last year, uh, a couple of other people released rap based projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Blackbones, Black yeah, yeah, he dropped his. Um, SEC dropped out my music. And Dremo's um, EP came out last Dremo's year as well. Dremo's EP came out early on in the year. Yeah. I feel like the specifically the last quarter, mm. the conversation just started to pick up. Absolutely. Only started to pick up because there was rap music. End of story. Yeah. And then from there, rappers felt more... Look, my, my, my thing is I, I'll give them confidence. I need to give them confidence. I need to allow them to beat their chest and say, yeah, I rap, and that's, that's what I do. The whole main... Appealing to the mainstream is just... The more we do it, the more it gets talked about, the more popular it gets. Talk it's about be- Poe. Thank you. <laughs> it's just because it wasn't yeah. being done. MI was doing it for a while, but, and there's not that many other people because they mm. felt like, oh, this is not the way to go. And they, mm. con- to me, it's a, it's a kind of mental, mm. I won't say um, mental slavery, that's a bit strong. But it's just, it is your perception that rap doesn't mm. sell, then you act that way. Can I tell you what I think it is? What do you think? If I'm being 100% honest, I think a lot of it has to do with the way in which the world sees what they call Afrobeats. Because I'm like, first of all, it's Afrobeat. 
which is a genre that was curated by a legend called Fanani Nikolaku Kutsi. Yes. And at the end of the day, not all music that comes out of Africa is Afrobeat. So you take not. a Casper Nyovest, for example, who is a hip hop rap artist. He yes. can go to New York yeah. and still be more affiliated with a David O from Nigeria than <laughs> being affiliated oh, with a J. Cole. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that is just because they are both Africans putting out music yeah. that may make it to the Western world. And it's a concept that really pisses me off because I'm like, Casper Vest actually puts out some hard ass music. Yes. This is a hip hop yes. rap artist and he should be seen that way. He is not an Afrobeats artist. And it wasn't until I read an article that was written on this um, I think it was with OK Africa that I was like, shit, it's so true. Even us saying Afrobeats. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's just Afrobeat. Yeah. And that is a genre developed by mm -hmm. one musician. Mm -hmm. People who come under that genre fit into it. Mm -hmm. And every other African artist mm -hmm. that produces music and <laughs> yeah. puts out music that is not Afrobeat is not just an Afrobeat artist. You know, the situation is this. As people who rap, mm. artists that rap, we just need to hit critical mass to the point where our collective audience base is healing us enough that mm. it becomes something that the people that like to create genres and categories will pick up on the fact that there's a rap movement mm. coming from this continent or from this country. Yeah. And that's what happens. Afrobeats came as a result of the yeah. fact that there was a critical mass of this music and these fans. They had to call it something. Yeah. So a DJ can pick a record to spin. So... Mm -hmm. I am an artist. I was just telling Tay this earlier. It is not my job to name things. Mm. I may not be happy with the people naming things, mm. but I will, I will have my own influence by the more I do what I do. Yeah. And I will get to a position where I'll start calling my own thing my own thing. Absolutely. And you just have to accept that name. But I think that's part of what I, mm. I'm doing and other rap artists are doing. They were releasing music. People mm. are talking about it more and we're getting it back to where it mm. needs to be. Just another popular or mm. well-listened-to genre sound and style absolutely rap is absolutely. not a genre hip-hop is a genre rap there is we go. an expression <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't hold it back anymore like rap is an expression yeah. it's a means of yeah. expressing music hip-hop is yeah. a genre so if i rap i can rap on r&b mm -hmm. if i rap i can rap on afro pop afro you can rap on house what on house whatever music. it is thank you yeah i don't always make hip-hop mm -hmm. when i make music so i'm not a hip-hop artist yeah rap is just my medium of communication so how would you describe your genre no Don't come lines. and give me anything no philosophical. Punch <laughs> no punchlines, just lifelines. That's just like I think I characterize my music with how I how I yeah. how I express myself, which is I I love I think punchlines are key in rap, but there's I say no punchlines, just lifelines because there's something there's depth to it. Mm. I like I like I like saying things that I think have meaning, mm. as opposed to just ooh that was dope. That's necessary, but I want something that makes you feel like mm, did you hear what he just said? Yeah. Let me try and explain to you what he just said. Yeah. That, that, I want that. So it's, it's more my rap style that categorizes my music as opposed to my genre. Because I always genre stuff. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah. You know, that's completely fair enough. And I'm just, I'm always glad to just see you doing your own thing, you know. Yeah. You see a lot of people that have blown within their own realm. And because of that, they develop a team, right? Mm. And when people develop a team, sometimes things kind of go different, right? <laughs> but what I've seen with you is that you've just kept to your truth. Yeah. And you've stuck to who you are. At the end of the day, regardless of genre, you will still always be an alternative artist mm -hmm. because you have still done something different. You've given something different to the community that we need to see and we need to hear. So that's... Um, 
that's a brilliant thing. That's honestly a brilliant thing. I think it's interesting for a lot of people to know as well. I probably also didn't 100% know that rap wasn't necess- isn't necessarily a genre. It's a form of expression. That's right. And when that's you actually think about it, no, but when you think about it, it's true. Because it's like, okay, I rap. What yes. exactly do I do? Yes. I express myself. Yeah. What medium do I use? I express myself rap mm-hmm. through hip hop. Yes. I express myself rap through house. I yes. express myself rap through R and B. So it. I completely get what you're saying, That's how and I feel. I've defo's taken something yeah. <laughs> from this conversation. Cool, I like that. That's good. That's you got married, didn't you? Uh, you know, I'll never talk about that on air. I know you'll Offline. never talk about that on we'll air. You put it on your Instagram. Never. Wait. Not possible. Was it Snapchat? Never. I swear. I'm not even on Snapchat. Because you know I've never spoken you know to you about me you know, on Snapchat. Rihanna either. told me not to be on Snapchat. Who? Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, she doesn't mess with Snapchat no more, so. Wait, wait, wait. You know, you know my babe. <laughs> oh, Rihanna. Oh, you're, you're a Rihanna fan too. Uh, yeah. I love Rihanna. My love for her I love strong. Wait, why did she tell you not to be on Snapchat? Rihanna, I think Snapchat came at her with something about, they promoted some Chris Brown related to you Chris oh, Brown related shit. thing, yeah. That's so she was like, like yeah. so she was like, you know, fuck this. I can swear on this, right? Yeah. She's like, fuck Snapchat. That can't, you know. She, she, she released some kind of statement and from there yeah, I was like okay oh I thought so. you meant she personally told you no yeah, no nigga, we all got that statement <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> I was like wait so come <laughs> so Bo, can we uh, take no. a trip see Ree <laughs> I mean like for me like my private life my private life is my mm. hair I'm, that's, 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 that's my that's, um, that's Samson and his hair you should not let the ladder cut it yeah. I feel as though the more you put out about your private life mm. You welcome in comments and statements, and those things have their own little mm. tiny ripples, mm. and those ripples could be nothing, or they could just create a huge tsunami mm. that drowns everybody. So for me, I just, I just keep it what it is. I, I keep it moving, keep doing my own thing, my sound, and. Okay, you know. in that case, maybe someone recorded something that they shouldn't and Probably. put it online. I mean, maybe. I saw it online, and I saw a lot of people talking about. Or maybe it was just a music video. Or me, that's what I wanted to freaking ask you. This yeah, is what I was getting at. Because, I was saying, you know, I'm never going to talk about my private life online. Yeah, I just, I just, I just can't. I just, I, for me, it's like, you know, it, it's what rumors, man. Video? It's a lot, lot of rumors. <clears throat> it's a lot of rumors. <clears throat> I don't see a ring on your finger. Oh, but you then again, a lot of people don't wear rings these days when they get married. So it's not really a... Um, I think, what I think is this. When you have something key in your life, whatever it is, whatever level that it is, protect it do what you need to do to grow that thing especially if it has a huge and positive impact to you Mm -hmm. so like for me um the people that i hold dear my team whether Mm -hmm. it's you know my girl whatever Mm -hmm. it is you know i protect those people those things that's the best thing and that's the only way to go to be very honest if you don't protect those people you just open yourself to a level of vulnerability that quite frankly you don't need I feel like this is why a lot of people are driven into poor mental health situations that they can't control they're like you know when we're young we didn't Mm. teach us not that they didn't teach us like I Mm. wasn't aware oh I have to be fit yeah gotta Mm. go to the gym gotta eat well eat healthy keep a healthy mind I just thought that that's something that came naturally not I didn't realize it's just another garden that he's tending. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And when I was making Sorry. talk about Poe, that was a testing time for me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we, we do need to look out for people who are, in, who are struggling. Mm-hmm. Anybody in our circle that's struggling, we need to figure out what we can do to offer a hand. Yeah. If just to listen. you can't always recognize it. No, you can't. You know, because you you'll still see people going around, doing their own thing, mm-hmm. going about their day to day, but you won't know what their mental health story no. is. And it, the impact of that is huge. 
Yeah, honestly, I know of times where even just I, as a person, because I've battled with mental health my entire, like from when I say from as young as I can remember, I used to hide it until a friend of mine said to me that Leila, the first time I was depressed, clinically diagnosed, I was mm. five years old. Mm. And I said, oh, shit. So maybe if I'm looking back at experiences from the age of 13, 14, 15 and saying, wait, no, I was going through this at that point in time. It's not necessarily that I was living in some fallacious thought that didn't exist. Mm. I was going through this. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an age on mental no. health illnesses. There, there is, is not. There, there can never, ever, ever be. And the more people, and one person, even a maven, Deja, Deja speaks up on mental Heavily. health a lot. Even Heavily. her um, album listening yes. was mental health tailored yes, and everything yes. in terms of the design Absolutely. What was going on there. And I really and truly appreciate and respect that because you cannot use your platform to say it all, but what you know you feel passionately about you can use your platform to push an agenda that can actually change the narrative for someone's entire life look how passionate you just got like for real i swear <laughs> when i saw up. that i was yeah. like oh my god yeah, like no, she needs to keep on pushing yeah. with this and she believes in it quite strongly because mm. she talks about it very often and you know now more than ever we're even more vulnerable to this mm. because of the advent of social media Absolutely. My love-hate relationship continues. Oh, God, it continues. Yeah, honest, today, I wanted to delete my Twitter. And mm -hmm. I was like, instead of deleting my Twitter, I'm just going to tweet a thread <laughs> on how I feel. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it was around this um, rape situation we were speaking mm. of at the beginning of the episode with the two guys. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. But I know I'm going to be... that. I saw you posted something. So disgusting. Like, yeah. So, so disgusting. And honestly speaking, I just hope they get like life imprisonment. I honestly hope they do. But the reason why it started trending was because apparently money can buy you out of anything in Nigeria, right? Yes. I, this is what I wrote an article for today for the Financial Times. I was like, there is no policy and there is no law in this country because money can buy you out of anything. You can gang rape a girl and, and ruin her entire and life and justice. you can still escape justice because you have some financial transactions mm. that you can pass over to the authorities mm. that because they have nothing mm. will always willingly accept. So we're then stuck in this vicious cycle where the rape culture in Nigeria is spewed to a level of complete and utter disrupt mm. of the nation. 10,000 Nigerian women and girls are sexually, domestically abused every single day. 10,000 a day. And I'm not saying this from nowhere. It's a ridiculous, 10, like, huge a, numbers. 10,000 a day? How many of that wait, is wait, in wait, Lagos wait. alone then? 10,000. A day. The Women at Risk International Foundation in Nigeria put out these statistics at the end of last year. All their findings have actually come to data-driven intelligence that tells us that 10,000 women and girls in Nigeria go through gender-based violence every day. That's, That's 70,000 a week. That's fucking That's 280,000 citizens a month. I mean... It's crazy. A, the reason it's problematic is because these are the cornerstones. Uh, you know, women are the cornerstone of any kind of culture because they help propagate it. They pass, you know, a lot of times, especially in our culture, mm. women, uh, the, my, my bond with my mom is such that a lot of things that she tells me, I take on board. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she can pass on certain values, key values mm. that I'm going to carry on for the rest of my life. Mm. So if they are, if they are being preyed on or they're putting vulnerable situations like this, it will have a negative effect. Absolutely. It would have long lasting effects on how children are brought up and how people perceive things. Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely. This is this is where mm -hmm. people like I feel like people like me I will lend I want to lend my voice to. Mm. 
now is you know it's not just about going to the studio and making music about yo let's have a good time mm-hmm. let's talk about something honestly let's talk about something let's talk about you like talk about sure. yeah tap. <laughs> tap, tap, tap 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 talk about po. let's Go talk about perpetrators yes let's talk about power yes everything that is quite hard but po, thank you so so yeah. so much for coming on my podcast yeah, it's today been, it's been good the broken record needed you yeah thank you I you, appreciate you it break the record even more <laughs> Ooh, for real, for real. hopefully there's more and more yeah. to come and absolutely we'll grow. absolutely Growth. Honestly, thank you. But I'm not letting you go just yet. <laughs> Jeez, I, I thought <laughs> when, that. <laughs> I when Poe walked in, I um I calmed him down with a couple shots. I did calm him down. I don't calmed know him it down. Was the <laughs> Maybe in my mind. Yeah. But, <laughs> but actually, now we're, Layla, we're starting this game by Layla taking a shot. Or do you want to do you want to lead the game today? You can lead five minutes with Layla. Okay. Therefore, you have to ask me questions. Oh yes. So hey, if I'm I get down. them wrong, okay, I have to drink, and then Wait. if I get them right, you have to drink. What kind of questions? Can Anything I ask? you want. Anything. Anything you want. Okay, okay. I'm about to take this risk. Oh hey, God. Yes. <laughs> so if you get them right, I drink. Yeah. Alrighty. Five minutes with Layla is coming right up. Welcome to 5 Minutes with Layla, and i um, sorry my voice is a bit deep today. No, I'm kidding. This is Laddie Poe, and um, today I'll be asking the questions. Oh, God. Okay. Layla, you I'm ready? in trouble. Yes, we absolutely are. But trouble. I'm ready. Right. <laughs> First question. What is the longest bone in the human body? The fuck am I supposed to... Be? Wait, hold on. The spinal cord. No, no wait. <laughs> Maybe it's something in the leg. Wait, wait, hold on. You are taking on. a oh, shot. <laughs> you are taking a wait, shot. Okay, but let me try and actually... I'll take the shot, but let me try and figure okay, it good. out. The longest bone in the human body. It has... The, the, is it the... What they call this one on your leg? <laughs> is it tree... Tipia <laughs> What is it called again? What's that bone She's actually That's dangerous though She's actually dangerous She's dangerous I'm not sure But either way I thought it was a spinal cord You The spinal cord is composed of but A number of bones Oh so the spine Oh yeah, yeah. It's vertebra. a spinal cord yeah, But you have bones on. So it's, it's By it's, the way By the way I stopped biology At the age of 14 For political science Or so something incredibly difficult Yes Take that shot Take that shot <laughs> For switching mm. from, uh-huh. tastes like. I know you're gonna mess me up, uh-huh. Jesus Christ! All right, cool. So I have to think of this second. Damn. Oh wait, what? There's a time. Oh, it is five minutes or later. Oh yeah. Crap. Okay. Um. Minutes. Next question. Uh, this is you're gonna get this. I don't like that. Who produced? How do you know I'm gonna get this? Um. Okay. Let me let me phrase it like this. If Quincy Jones produced Michael Jackson's first two albums. Okay. Off the Wall and Thriller. Who produced the third? Quincy Jones. Damn it. <laughs> because the thing is there, isn't it? No, where is it? I can't see it. You watched the documentary recently. Yeah. Damn. Wait, which documentary? No, you watched the documentary. Which one? Which one? You know what I'm talking about. Quincy, documentary on Quincy no, Jones. No, I haven't. I actually So how did you know it's Quincy Jones? I just took a random guess. Gosh, I tried to word it in a tricky way. <laughs> you kind of gave it away. So Why? drink, drink, no, drink, I, I, drink, drink. I'm so happy. I don't one, know what I'm calling Tay. Oh, so Tay even gave no, you that question. No, he didn't. I'm just, I'm just calling Tay uh, because I'm flustered. Oh, Jesus fair enough. Christ. You're flustered. Mm-hmm. I hope you drive home safely. I hope so too. What's the next cue? I said flustered. My street cred is gone. Um... No, this timer thing, you, you started early. Remember what no, that did? You walked. After you 
Are you sure? We're halfway through. Uh, no, no. Um, Leila is going to try and get out of this. Let me see. Um, this makes me so happy. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Name the nemesis of Mario. Who is his arch nemesis? Um, you, oh, fuck that that fat fucker. Um, <laughs> wait, I can't even say that on a podcast. Jesus Christ. Um, the nemesis of Mario. How long does she have to answer wait, this? Yo, 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 yo. yo close. Ah! Yoshi, 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 no, not Yoshi. Is that it's um Luigi, Luigi, Luigi. Oh my God, take a shot. Take a shot. Wait, it's not Luigi. Take a shot. That's his brother. Who is it? Bowser as well. Bowser or Wario? To be honest, I'd have given her Bowser or Wario. I'd have given her. If she said Wario, I'd be like, gee, gee, cheating. All right. Um. God. One minute left. Okay. If I say to you. Bago Super Sack What is that? Even Jesus Christ Doesn't know that <laughs> Jesus Christ is like Actually I do <laughs> Jesus Christ is actually like Well hold on a second I do He's like I, I, I know that actually. Facts But Leila Johnson Salami Does not have The Ew. slightest what, is, what was it called again? Bago Super Sack Bago Super Sack That sounds like A bag of potatoes man I don't know what it it's is It's a bag of something That's true <laughs> A bag Oh, oh, is it a dick? No, bro, yes. <laughs> this is hilarious. A bag of balls, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really am scared of the person that will carry around a bag of balls and I'll call it bag of super sack. Okay, what is actually, it? Actually, funny enough, that's actually a bar. Uh, but no, it's cement. <laughs> wow. It's cement. Cement, but you were kind of in the... Bob. The only <laughs> cement I know starts with a D. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she went to what? Now, now that she said cement. that. It's funny that she said that. From Bago Super Sack. Yeah, I get it. I get where she was going wow. with that. Wow. The boy, is, the boy is hot right now. The boy is hot. Wow. Um, let's we have see. one more question to ask. No, we're, what? we're already out of time. No, come on, you guys. Let me just... I two swear. More. I'm just gonna, okay, two more. Bonus okay. questions. Bonus question. Um, all right, cool, 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 cool. Okay, what is... I'm going to go hard on my, oh my geeky video game anime knowledge now. Um, I'm screwed. Who is Ryu's greatest rival in Street Fighter? I'm uh, taking my shot because I have never uh, watched Street Fighter. I have Tay looking at me from the other side of the room saying, what the fuck? And I have Otage looking at me saying, what the fuck? And of course, Laiho is saying, what the fuck? Clearly, clearly, now you know that I don't know anything. <laughs> if you know anything, I now know. Wait, you now know I don't know anything. Shout out to Leila, though. She took it like, like a G. Like a G. God and almighty. very respectfully, Ken's arch rival is actually, I mean, I very said it, right? It's Ken. It's Ken, sorry. Uh, Ryu's arch rival is Ken. Or ask me something I'm not going to want to answer. Oh yes. Because then I have to answer to make you take that shot. Yes. Oh, I know you guys we need this is our chance. What is it you really want to know? I'm really scared by the way. <laughs> Come on now. Look, I don't want to ask the basic, you know, boyfriend question because it might be an easy question to answer. I need something tough. 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 Tough, tough, tough. You guys, this is your chance to know. Something. This is basically Ask Layla. Yes, guys, this is it. She's not good. She's already on your side, so she's not going to hey. assist me with anything. <laughs> guys. I love you, Ali. Ali, by the way, is behind the cam. I mean, like she produces question, all the amazing, you. amazing content for this with a BA and a huge team of amazing people. It's the worst restaurant, but she might, she might be easy and just, she might just call one and just diss them because she doesn't care. Something that might hurt her to give that information. Gang, gang. Being her. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> come on now. Help what? me out. I should help you out. Yeah. I can't help you out. Um, so, uh, what is the name of the person mm-hmm. that you are currently seeing or feel like you're going to be seeing? You know the person. Woo! Yes. What a question. His name, or I could even say, and his Instagram handle. You know, if I give out, as a matter of fact, no, I have a boyfriend. My boyfriend does not use Instagram. See, you guys, she's already using... Or maybe he does. He does. We've been been together for years. So... I mean, I, I never, I actually, I never, ever, 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 ever really speak on my relationship. What? She sounds I mean, you'll like You'll see repeat- pictures of us, you'll see things, but um, I, I don't really speak on it. Um, um, but what is the name of the person listeners. I am currently, see- the only reason I'm hesitant to say is because I don't know if he would want me to, I can easily say in fact, let me even... You know, I'm going to say, Max, we can cut it out the fucking episode. No, what? Don't... Why are you going to cut it out? Look. EVA, you're on my side here. Damn. Oh, you're on Laddie Post's side. I'm asking my producer now if he's on my side or Laddie Post's and side. And he's hesitating. He he's said hesitating. he's on the podcast side. It's just because you haven't eaten. Oh, no, God actually, almighty. To be, to be honest, you have to take two if you're not going to Two? Because you don't want to no, answer. No, mate, I've taken four already. You've had one. So I think you take two, I take one. Cheers <laughs> to that. Happy Friday. <laughs> TBIS. Kind of, oh, my. <laughs> anyway, shout out to the broken podcast listeners. And she's, she's good at what she does. And she'll take the shot off air. Mm. Or on air. Even better. Or on air. Ladipo, thank you. That's been a pleasure. This has been such a fun episode. Yes, and great. um yeah. <laughs> you really messed me up because Jesus Christ, I took five shots. I'll take one, I'll take oh one too. God. Too for better. Please do, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode. For the first time ever, I did not host five minutes with Layla, which means I did not have the opportunity to make people drink. Yeah, honestly, I've had a great time. And um, this was very informative as well. I found out a lot. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I can only hope for the best from you going forward. Last question I have. Okay. What can we expect from Ladipo? Um, in 2019 2019 I dubbed it Savage 19 because I intend to Mm -hmm. prove the consistency for me it's more about exploring my artistry to the fullest extent so if you know I'm expressing my music wherever I want whichever way I want releasing a song this month February 22nd dropping Um, video soon more singles loading Possibly another project. Might do it in collaboration with someone. I'm thinking about that. It's just going to be a lot of content, a lot of artistry, a lot of leveling up, a lot of showing them what we're about, what I'm about. Talk about Poe. That's what it is. There we go. Watch out for Laddie Poe. He Ooh. is honestly on another level, mm. putting out what we need to see, what mm. we need to hear. Mm. And quite frankly, you do need to get with it. If you do not know who Laddie Poe is, then follow Laddie Poe on social media at... <laughs> L-A-D-I-P-O-E on every single platform. Hey, you know. I like that. Nice, yeah. easy, consecutive. You cannot forget L-A-D-I-P-O-E across mm. all social media platforms. As for now, we are going to continue taking some shots off camera. <laughs> Laddie Poe has two shots sitting in front of him that I'm going to make him take today. So that brings us to the end Peace of this love. episode. Make sure you do tune in next week, of course, and stay tuned always to the Broken Record Podcast. Follow us on social media at the Broken Rec Pod. And of course, on Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud and Spotify as well at the Broken Record Podcast. We'll be back soon. Don't miss us too much.